0: Welcome to the voice of EMS. I am Charles Fall here with One EMS at the Georgia EMS Association. I'll say EMS again just to throw EMS in there one more time. But the Georgia Association where we're at the Provider and Educators Conference and I'm in Ronnie Thompson. And what do you do
1: Ronnie? Who are you with today? I am a paramedic with Hart County EMS. All right. So how long have you been in the field? Uh, right at 21 years. That's a good long time. Yes sir.
0: Good long time. What is it about EMS that you love? Why do you do what you do?
1: Well, you know, at the risk of, of sounding like every question that you've ever heard, uh, it really is still, for me, uh, being able to get out and the help It's the money, people.
0: right? It's the richness. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: well, I, I've, <laughs> I've given up on my first million and started on my second. The second, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but it really is about getting out and talking to people. Um, and while the job uh, more and more gets monotonous, it seems, uh, there's still that one that you help. That you really make a difference for that you go home and realize this is what I do it for.
0: So. I gotcha. It's and a lot of people do you're right. People say helping people all the time, so I'm always backing up. Well part one B is what does helping people mean to you? But it's that changing that one life. Right. right? That right. Knowing that at the end of the day You did something to better somebody's life. Right, right. I love it. I get it. I've
1: been an EMS instructor. Uh, I was was an instructor with Athens Technical College for, if I can say that. Yeah, Um, you can say whatever you want, man. um, For five years, and and it's teaching teaching students and trying to uh, make them understand that that while a non-emergent call is is the same old same old for you it's the worst this could be the worst possible possible day for somebody else exactly and that you have to think of it that way and holding a hand um a lot of times social work is more important or or just as important to us as the saving lives yes you have to keep that in mind
0: i used always say to the people who rode with me that as i became a teacher everybody needs help sometimes right that means getting them to dialysis that means you know, a little lady who stomach hurts, we think it's just a, a thing that turns out to be something else, you know. Uh, sometimes I had a patient, I'm sure you've had these similar patients, where we got called for chest pains multiple times a day and they were just bored, not bored, I'm sorry, they were alone and, and needed human Certainly. contact. So ultimately, I mean, my partner, instead of letting her call number one, we'd come and see her every third day for a while. Right. we just give her that human contact. You're talking about that, is we're treating the, the person and not just the problem. Ab- absolutely. Um, yeah, I man, it's a huge thing. So, you obviously got into EMS and became a medic, then you also became an instructor. What, what other certifications, what other things well, do you
1: do to uh, help people? Well, oh, like I said I've been a critical care medic since uh, 2009, um, just trying to further this part of my career as much as I can. I uh, actually. Uh, Last March, I went uh, and kind of uh, did something different. I, I actually work in the ER at uh, E Moore Hospital also as a paramedic, uh, and they utilize us there. And then from there I've expanded into the hospital and I'm now their emergency management coordinator. so nice. Uh, uh, and part of that will be, uh, they've asked me to start developing a mobile integrated healthcare care or medicine nice. program that's going to operate out of the hospital. That's so really, we're investigating with that. There has to okay. be a booth up here that
0: I'll talk to you about that, I'm sure. Okay, awesome. Uh, we met him at the MS, uh World Expo, and mm-hmm. we're going to interview him later. That's why I know he's here, but uh, can't recommend him. I don't know him that well, but, <laughs> but there's people, that's, I love the community medicine, the, the proactiveness of what right. you're trying and, to do. And
1: just like exactly what you were talking about, about going out and seeing those frequent flyers, those ones that, that, that call a lot. Uh, because it only takes one time for us to be complacent and them to be genuine. Yes. And, and then we're behind the eight
0: ball. Exactly. Uh, exactly. That might fall into the next question. You might have something different, but over your career, what's something that's changed for the positive in the industry of EMS?
1: For the positive, um, I think the biggest thing that I've seen for the positive with EMS is that we have gone to evidence-based medicine instead of that's what somebody said. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, the story that I've been told over the years was that one person back in 1971 said, you know, it would be a good idea to put somebody on a backboard. So we adopted that, and we've been putting a a curved spine on a flat board for many, many years. You can look
0: it up. It was a study of 100 patients, and out of those 100 trauma patients, one showed that possibly the backboard saved them from having more, and then we ran with it. It blew my mind when I learned that. Right, it's crazy. And, and, and
1: evidence—we're we're finally switching our gears and saying, you know what? What's the evidence showing us? What, what is it? What's actually good for the patient versus right. versus that's the way we've always done it. Um, so us coming out of the dark ages, so to speak, and and actually thinking about what we're doing, and. Uh, uh, because, you know, EMS is still in its infancy if you look at, at, at the total amount of time we've been doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's what it's going to take for us to, uh, to become legitimate and to become respected, is to realize that a lot of stuff that we do is not the stuff we should do, and I think that's where we're headed.
0: I love it. Absolutely. I, I, I joke about, I've been in the field 22 years, how CPR has changed a dozen times. But right. It's always because of the evidence-based process. What is something in the field? Currently, that you see as general, we're struggling with, or maybe you're struggling with specifically, that needs to change? In the field, just in EMS in general, you know, fire EMS,
1: uh, mobile healthcare. uh, The biggest problem that we're having right now is um, as the nation changes, and and you can go to a fast food restaurant and make $15 an hour, uh, our pay hasn't changed much, and we're not attracting. The, the people that want to be in EMS anymore. Those that are still here have been here and are still here because of the noble causes that they got into it because they knew they were not yeah. gonna get rich. But it's hard to attract people into the business when they're thinking about a new career and all yeah. we have is the intrinsic values that we can talk about because you know, we there's so much more out there that you could do for the same amount of money. Yeah. Um, that and and here lately with with 19 and and other things that are just that are really beating us down you know and it's hospital and pre-hospital both but uh all of us are weary you know we're just we're just tired that's
0: a great word for it yeah. and
1: um oh uh, i think that's the one of the biggest things that's hurting us right now and as far as in it's going into the future I've said it all along. the The biggest problem with EMS is our diversity. Um, we go from volunteer EMS all the way up mm-hmm. to a paid, and then uh, a third-party service, our, our, our government service versus fire EMS, mm-hmm. and all of them are so many. They're, they're different. Siloed animals. and yeah, right. And and we don't. We're not together. We're not a cohesive unit. That's
0: yes. Um, that's what I've been talking about.
1: Uh, when nursing, when nursing all got together and realized, they said, you know we're tired of being abused and they all got together they went and got themselves education and they said if you want us you're going to have to pay us and they they earned the respect and demanded the respect that way and until we do that until we get on the same page until we actually start educating ourselves better yeah in my opinion um i, I don't like where we're going now as far as dumbing ourselves down uh, with the state is saying, well, you, you don't have to have as much. We're, we're going to go to an EMT and two EMTs, not not to not to. Well,
0: cast, there's there's cast. A, a balance there.
1: There is a balance, but instead of paying the, the you know, there's a demand and a supply, mm-hmm. and typically when the supply goes down or the and demand is up, the mm-hmm. pay raises. You know, um, right. And instead of doing that, we're diluting
0: our. Well, if I could argue with for a second, okay. just for fun, sure. The state does it. Pay us right. It's Hall County or whatever service you're with that pays you, correct? You know, and, and everybody having problems getting anybody in the field, right? Right. So if I'm running. A, if I'm running a private ambulance service and I take the two EMTs or the EMTR and the EMT, that leaves you the medics to come work, and then your Hall County has to make the payout.
1: Okay. So. The, and if we're talking private and ambulance services, that's a, once again, mm-hmm. that's a different animal and sure. the reason why we are so diverse. right? And and it's the reason why we're having this conversation like we are right yeah. now. Uh, the, the thing is, is that when you have a 911 service and you're putting a first responder and, or an EMR and, mm-hmm. and an EMT on a truck, okay, the level of care goes down. It is a it, different level of care. Uh, yeah. And that, that, that EMR and that EMT are not going to be able to treat a cardiac Not
0: yeah, not to the level that a paramedic can treat it.
1: So and in the end, the, the the public is who suffers.
0: Uh, that, that still comes down to your your service making that choice versus the state making a way. I think. I mean, and this is why we agree. talk. It's I all agree. voices and, and ideas. This is I not agree. you're wrong and I'm wrong. It's just ideas.
1: Yeah, right. And the thing is, is that the service is run by a board and is run by a county, which is, looks at nothing but numbers. They don't look at the people. Right. Okay. And those are the ones that are making the decisions, and when they see that, hey, we could run this truck. For this amount of money, instead of this right. amount of money, let's do that. And a right. lot of times, EMS or the or the, the department itself is taking out of that. Right. And it's the board and the counties and the ones that crunch the numbers are the ones that's actually making those decisions.
0: I no, I absolutely agree. And this is where I think one EMS could help you specifically is we bring our voice to it. Our whole goal with one EMS and the voice of EMS is to be that, the voice. So to talk about your issues specifically and help educate the people who are looking at the numbers to not just look at the numbers. Right. To educate the public for them not to go, just give me an ambulance, I don't want to pay for it, to understand, help everybody understand the moving price. You're absolutely right. We love to look, when I say we, I mean the general societal we. We love to look at something go, why wasn't EMS there on time? We love to look at, uh, numbers. if I'm sitting on that board and go, why can't you, co-? I've sat with commissioners, retired commissioners, when I was making barely $30,000 a year, couldn't feed my family, and they're like, why don't we cut all this overtime? we're doing twenty-four, forty-eight. 48 And I had to educate them, and I was not polite, I was very rude, and I shouldn't have been, but I was like, let me tell you, in your retirement, you're making more than me. I'm a paramedic, I'm making $30,000 a year, I'm about to file bankruptcy, because I care about this county, and you won't pay me more than $10 an hour to run 24-48 hours at a time, right. and save your life. And they went, oh, that's the first time they'd heard that. And they went, oh. So that's what we're doing is One EMS, is help bringing that voice together so that people can understand the different complexities and levels that you're talking about. Right, right. So thank you for being on with us today. I want to thank uh, Veritas Equipment for help sponsor us so that it's their voice, uh, McGriff Insurance, Tim's Billing, and Stryker. Because at the end of the day, we all have a voice and we need to bring it together. Uh, Jessica, I need you and Jason help me out with this one. At day, we are One EMS. One EMS. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you Roddy. Absolutely. <laughs>